We're continuing this morning to utilize this little booklet, Looking Unto Jesus. Again, the, the whole premise of this drawn from Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Um, laying aside every sin and weight which clings so closely and looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Uh, we're familiar with that concept. But if you're like me, looking unto Jesus, we, there's kind of just a surface level understanding of what that means. I just, when I just think about Jesus, I, I think good thoughts about Him, I think about you know, certain things He did, yeah. But this booklet also helps us to think maybe even a little more richly and deeply about some very specific things we can look unto and, and consider when it comes to the greatness and the glory of our Savior. If you have your booklet with you, I'm on page four this morning. Uh, because in this booklet, again, Manad gives us something to look unto about Jesus, but also something to look off of, so that all of our attention may be on Jesus of Nazareth. And on page four, uh, we've made our way to a section where Manad says, we look unto Jesus to go forth from ourselves. How often does our self consume our thoughts? Even when we come to the Lord in prayer, self consumes, all right? It's oftentimes, it's, it's, here's my need, here's my want, it's me, 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 me. Not that the Lord doesn't care about those things, but the Lord is sovereign over those things. He knows our needs. He knows our wants. Prayer is, yes, a time for us to bring ourselves before the Lord. But the great object of prayer is being before the Lord, the great I Am, the Sovereign One. Looking unto Jesus to go forth from ourselves and to forget ourselves so that our darkness may flee away before the brightness of His face so that our joys may be holy and our sorrows restrained, that He may cast us down and that He may raise us up, that He may afflict us and that He may comfort us, that He may despoil us and that He may enrich us, that He may teach us to pray and that He may answer our prayers, that while leaving us in the world, he may separate us from it, our life being hidden with Him in God and our behavior bearing witness to Him before men. Looking unto Jesus, he says there, just being consumed by the brightness of His glory, His sovereignty, His kingship over our lives, and that He would continue, fulfill what His plans are for our lives, for our good, for His glory. Today, in particular, we're going to be, once again, in John's Gospel, looking at um, just a season of great fear and discouragement in the life of the disciples of Jesus and how looking unto Jesus for them dispelled the gloom. It gave them hope. It gave them encouragement. Didn't change the situation. Didn't change the circumstance. What Jesus is going to tell them, spoiler alert, he's about to leave them, and they're going to be all by themselves. That was still going to happen. But what changed them was just being glued in on Christ. And that's what Manat is getting at here. Looking unto Jesus. Taking our eyes off of ourselves, off of our circumstances. Not because God doesn't care. He's sovereign over them. 
but that in the circumstances that he intends for his glory and our good, we might have everything we need in Christ. Go ahead and flip over. I usually save this for after the song, but the song plays into this. Over on page 15. Remember, Manad says, as we gather together to look unto Jesus, look unto him so that we may be consumed by his glory, by the brightness of his countenance, to the point of even losing ourselves. And on page 15, here's kind of the look off of, and it plays right into it. Look unto Jesus and not at our sins. Neither at the source from which they come, nor the chastisement which they deserve. Let us look at ourselves only to recognize how much need we have of looking to him. Man, that's powerful. Again, he's not contradicting himself. Look at Christ, not at ourselves. Look at ourselves only to the extent of being reminded how desperately we need him. Certainly not as if we were sinless, but on the contrary. We look at him because we are sinners, measuring the very greatness of the offense by the greatness of the sacrifice which has atoned for it and for the grace which pardons it. For one look that we turn on ourselves, said an eminent servant of God, that's Robert Murray McShane, for one look that we look turn upon ourselves, let us, look, uh, let us turn ten upon Jesus. If it is very sure, said Vignette, that one will not lose sight of his wretched state by looking at Jesus Christ crucified, because this wretched state is, as it were, graven upon the cross. It's also very sure that in looking at one's wretchedness, one can lose sight of Jesus. Because the cross is not naturally graven upon the image of one's wretchedness. And he adds, look at yourselves, but only in the presence of the cross. Only through Jesus Christ. Looking at the sin only gives death. death. Looking at Jesus gives life. That which healed the Israelite in the wilderness was not considering his wounds, but raising his eyes to the serpent of brass. Do you see how those two things go together? Looking not at ourselves, looking unto Jesus, and then look off of yourself. Look, yourself only to the extent of it reminds you of your great need of Christ. And only think of yourself in the shadow of the cross. Because there, graven upon the cross, is the truth about who we are, our great need. Never look at yourself apart from Christ, apart from the cross. You'll lose sight of Christ then. You'll become consumed with yourself. That's not Christianity. Look unto Jesus. And brothers and sisters, that's what we're here to do this morning. For those of you who just walked in, we were talking about at the beginning, this is what biblical Christianity is. Fellowshipping with the living God in prayer. This is why Christ died on the cross. To forgive us our sins, to reconcile us to God, so that we can be consumed with Him. What we're doing this morning from the time we've set aside is not a secondary matter. It's not a time filler. This is what Christ came to pay the price for that we might be reconciled to God and fellowship with Him through the cross of Christ.